podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Frackers. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Coppen Fracker, your favourite Liverpool podcast. Today I'm joined with, as always, an all-star cast. First and foremost, surprising us all with his visit. Surprisingly sober for once, I, I might add as well. Joe, hello, how are you mate? Take us off of mute before we speak. Hey guys, how's everyone doing? Yeah, not too bad mate, not too bad. Good to hear from you, good to see you. Mark, how you doing mate? Good, Harold, man. I'm here. Yeah, good stuff, good stuff. David, I, honestly, I haven't seen you in over a year. It's good, it's good to see you. It's good to hear your voice, bro. How you doing? Not too bad, man. Can't complain. You? Yeah, man. Not, not too bad either. Not too bad. Glam, it's always good to have you on here, bro. How are What's you, going how are on, brother? I'm good, yeah. man. I'm good. Ready to go. Ready to go. Yeah, I, know you, I know you hate being put last, so don't you worry. Julian, <laughs> wait, my, my man. My- Yo, what's good, man? I can't lie. I'm putting in a request like Glam. And now, yeah, since Glam said that, I'm always lost when I get called out. And it's jarring, bruv. It actually is annoying, man. I I hear what Glam is saying. Like, you man can't be be picking my last still. I can't lie. Apologies, Julian. Please, please. I'm so sorry. I was here on the first episode and you're now putting me last. I'm a veteran. (laughs) Also a lunatic. I need you to know that. Okay, and last, but by no means least, 
our brand new member of the Copper and Fracker team. Wait, at two. No, I'm joking. Welcome, Tamar. Good to have you as a, in, as part of the team. How are you doing? Thanks, Alfred. Gang, gang. David, David, team. I just, I just clocked something. No. I got picked last, and I'm the only girl here. So sexism. No, 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 no. Okay, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, no, no, not money. You. And, and you know what? They, you, you, think you, that was bad. You, you tried to attack me, the host. <laughs> The guy who always sticks up for you in our group chat. It's but, true, true. I take it back. You would never do that to me. I was, I was saving the best for last. That's what I was doing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So everyone's introduced. Uh, before we get into the actual pod in itself, I just want to plug a few socials, plug a few of the usual routine. First and foremost, thank you to all of our patrons who have signed up so far, all 28 of you. Thank you so much. For those of you who don't know what Patreon is, it is essentially like you paying a monthly fee for more content for more exclusive bagging rights on certain things so for instance you receive a minimum of two extra podcasts each week so that's eight podcasts extra a month you also receive exclusive entry to competitions only for patreon members and you also receive discount on merch very own copy and fracker merch coming very soon um, please follow our socials, so Twitter and Instagram, both Cop and Fracker. Please follow our Instagram, Far, he's doing a great job there on his own, bringing up that all on his own. So yeah, please check it out. And last but not least, uh, Anik will kill me if I don't plug our Discord. So for those who don't know what Discord is, it's like a giant WhatsApp group with many different chats that you can enter. So it ranges from Formula One to our very own beloved Liverpool chat. And we have recently started something called fives football so if you're a decent footballer and in fact if you're not even decent to be honest because Anik isn't great himself um so yeah if you're into football and you like playing five aside get involved check it out cop and fracker five so yeah that's all of the the dirty work done let's get into the actual main pod cool so i was going to initially start with the blackpool game which some of us have seen some of us haven't seen but i'm actually going to start with news that came out today which is on rianne brewster so, David, I'm going to throw you right into the deep end, right from the beginning. What do you make of the news? Um, for those of you who don't already know, so there is talks of Liverpool selling Rian Brewster on a permanent deal and then having a buyback clause in certain industries contract for Liverpool to buy him back at a later fee. So, for instance, so let me give you a, 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 an example. So, if we were to sell him to said club for 20 million, we would buy him back for 30 million and the 10 million would be almost like a development fee. So, David, I'm going to start with you. What do you think of that proposal? Are you for it? Are you against it? I can't lie, I'm against it. I'm wholly against it. If I assess all the players that have typically been sold and bought back or just sold with a buyback clause instead, it's rarely come to um, um, reaped, reaped credence. If I look, it's only Carvajal that's, come, that's been sold and come back and, you know, is the evidence is in the pudding because with Brewster, I think if you're selling, you're selling him to a team low in the Premier League. You're looking at like if you're looking at the links, you're looking at the likes of Aston Villa, Sheffield United, Leeds, whatnot. So I feel that if you're selling him to a team like in of that ilk, you're selling him to a team whereby he's not going to be getting a lot of the ball. So the area which with which Klopp says that he needs to develop, he wouldn't be able to develop it at clubs whereby results is the be all and end all. Yeah. So then if you if you assess it, you're looking at a player whereby he's Klopp says that he needs to get more involved in the game. In game you can't really get involved in the game where your team's 
regularly playing with 20-30% possession. So I feel that that's not that's going to be like a hindrance on his development, and that the and the like the likelihood is mainly I think they said Sheffield United or Aston Villa, and like nothing against like Dean Smith or Chris Wilder, but I don't necessarily see them as the development coaches. I see them more as coaches that are just there to get points, to get three points and go home. So, but unlike where, where, if he was at, within if he was in um, Liverpool. Like maybe he wouldn't get as many minutes as he would in a club like that. But if you look at the quality of coaching, you're looking at like the likes of Klopp, um, Pep, um, Pep Dean Linders, you've got um, Vito Matos. Like Klopp, um, you're talking about three coaches that look that will look to develop him on an individual basis. So the area great, the area that he's lacking, you're talking about like his hold up play, link up play. If you want to like, get him more involved the game, those those kind of coaches will look to develop those aspects of your game. So. I, I, I don't see how if we sell him for like a buyback with a buyback clause and say he can't he comes back in he's done back in the next two three years because we did the same with Jonaib and clearly he's not a little player right now is he? Yeah, I mean fair enough. I do think the idea of a buyback clause to so send over a player it's I think the the ideology around it is more attractive than the actual reality of it and I think that's what you've gone on to explain as well. Um, it is it's good to consider that, especially the coaching that he that he would get. Joe, I'm going to come to you. What do you think of that that proposal, uh, considering what what David has just said? Um, I think it's more shrouded in the need for us to get some sort of money in. I think personally, Brewster is good enough to get some decent minutes, especially this season. I think we're probably going to be in quite a few competition so we're going to need the bodies and he is a decent finisher he's a really good player in my opinion so this doesn't make any kind of sense to me um i think in the long run we may live to regret it um i just hope it isn't true i just hope essentially when when we do make a decision um it's to actually keep him and give him the minutes and just essentially bed him in to our starting nine um, instead of uh, I won't take any shots of Firmino I'll just say we'll bet him in to make a like for like replacement for, for, um, for Firmino Okay cool fair enough um, at the risk of Ava coming in and interrupting you I think I'll, I'll go on to I'll go on to Mark Mark what do you think about um, what, what, what do you think about the whole thing what do you think about Brewster as a player do you think him being here is, is, is been able to get enough minutes for his development that, that David spoke of do you feel like he was better off going elsewhere and then coming back. What are your thoughts? Um, cool. I. Sorry about that. Um, so just to go on to what David just said. First of all, let me caveat this with Bruce is an amazing player. I think he's a great striker, pure finisher, and he will eventually, well, hopefully anyway, be a great striker in the future. Um, to go to David's point, I don't feel like we've sold anyone with a buyback clause that I personally feel like we've missed out on. Um, I've got four names on the list right now, which are Tom Ince, who was argued to be the next, who has gone on to do nothing. Um, Jordan Ibe, who's also gone on to do nothing. Can't even get a start for Bournemouth. Brad Smith, I, really who I don't him. know. Tom Ince, by the way, you know. I, I thought... So did I, to be honest. So did I. Nah, nah. It was his dad. His dad made him out to be like he was. Yeah, but... <laughs> But, 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 I feel like he looked the part, though. He looked like, like a nippy winger, 
Like, didn't, yeah. he, didn't he bad it up at Blackpool? Like, he, he had like a good runner. Like. Yeah, 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 he was. He was all right at Blackpool, but I feel like that was his level. That's the thing. But yeah, sorry to cut you off, Mark. Um, yeah, Thomas, Brad Smith, who I don't know where he is at the moment. And Ryan Kent, who's gone to Rangers and he's doing okay, but it's Scotland. I'm not really expecting him to come back to the Prem and tear it up. Um, I'm going to say what like, far he did. Do you feel like, sorry to cut you off. Do you feel like those examples are a bit harsh considering... In fact, better, would you consider Brewster to be better players than those two that you've mentioned? The four, yes. But at the time, I thought Jordan Ibe was a great player. I wouldn't say someone that I consider to be a world-beater going forward, but I believe he could emulate someone like Raheem Sterling in terms of progression. Not to the same quality, but something along the lines of that. Um, I believe we also sold Suso with a buyback clause. And Suso was someone that I championed. I championed him along with Danny Pacheco and Jao Texeria. And I thought he was going to be that next star in the number 10 role. But he's also gone on to do not too much. Although he's played for Sevilla on loan from Milan, I believe, and is scoring at a decent rate, contributing at a decent rate. He isn't someone I personally feel like we've missed out on. Okay. Um, sorry. I've, I also agree in terms of lack of playing time. He won't be able to learn what Klopp wants him to do. But I feel like seeing what Grealish has been able to do at Aston Villa and how with limited time on the ball, you can see the quality he has there. I believe one thing that Brewster can learn from going to a team like Aston Villa is how to be impactful in small moments. So given a small amount of chances, how to utilise the ball very, very well. And then coming back to a team like Liverpool where he will be able to have a lot more of the ball, it will afford him more opportunity to do more of the ball if he's able to do a lot with a lot less, if you get what I'm saying. Okay, cool. That's fair enough. But don't you feel like it could also be a hindrance if him if he's used to only having the ball for a small amount of time, if he has it for a long mm. amount of time now, i.e. coming in that Firmino role, perhaps mm. he's not so used to it and he, and he makes, it makes the wrong decision or he's always shooting. Like, like, yeah, it's true. It's true. It could be a risk. It could be a risk. I, there's so many things that surround Booster Percy. Do it or no? That's, that's predominantly the... You think we should do it? Yeah. I'm in two minds. I'm in two minds. I can't say yes or no right now. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Before we, before we move on, I'm going to get one more person's um, opinion. Glam, my, my good friend, how about you? What, what, do you? what do you think about the whole scenario? What are your thoughts on Brewster um, in general? Uh, first, before you even go on to the actual proposal that we're, that we're considering. Um, I don't get it. I'll be honest. I don't get it. Um, we look at our striking options, you know, Shamino struggled last season, albeit, yes, he gives us that, you know, that link play between the front three, but he struggled. Um, you know, we've got Rigi, comes on, he might do something, but then obviously he ain't guaranteed starter anyway. He could score a hat-trick, he's still getting on the bench. Um, I just think that I don't get the link. I don't, I'm not sure how true it is, I don't know how the sources are, but I don't get the link. The buyback thing doesn't, work out anyway I just think if he's good enough keep the kid playing put him in a squad simple as that yeah fair enough <laughs> short and sweet I love it <laughs> yeah that's fair enough um, I, I did say I, I would I would end with you but I'll be remiss if I didn't go on and, and ask Julian one of the harshest critics <laughs> of Roberto Firmino in our chat so what do you think about about us only having the afford option of Origi and Firmino, do you think we should keep Brewster? What do you think about the proposal in general? 
uh, I can't lie to you. I mean, I mean, I'm thinking about it in two ways. In in the sense of what's good for his career, and also what's good for Liverpool. What's good for his career is for him to obviously go out and go anywhere and get some game time because he went to Swansea last last season and badged it up in the time that he was there. So that's great for his career for him to just get out and just be the main man and main number nine somewhere else. But for Liverpool, they need to be careful of where, especially with these buyback clauses, where they send him. So we can we can, like we can choose examples of um, you know these youngsters that have gone abroad like Sancho, like um, who else is who else has gone abroad and, and done more like even Reese Nelson in his time. Um, there's a there's a couple of players from the Prem that have gone abroad and they've they've gone to they've gone to clubs or even systems where they've been able to develop their game. Me personally, if Brewster gets sold to, for example, a Coventry City or a Birmingham, then I don't see his career progressing in a way where he becomes the number nine we would want him to be and we would want to bring back. So I definitely do feel like, yes, Brewster can't, to be honest, Brewster can't stay here. Like, let's be honest, like, for his, for his age, he can't be in and around the team getting, you know, League Cup games with people, boys around his age instead of playing with more mature men. Um, I don't, I, don't I, I personally wouldn't, if I was Brewster and his camp, I would, Definitely push for a move. Alone, I don't. I'm not so sure about. Because alone is always is, is always going to have that. Oh, but I can come back to Liverpool and I could do the best that I can. And you know, this is just alone for now. And you know, sorry, that, Joe, sorry, Joe, I know how you're hosting. So you wouldn't push. You would push for a move. Why? Not good enough. No, 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 no. Because he's not. I don't think he's ready to start for Liverpool. Liverpool. No, I just he's he's for him to especially for the level that we're at, for him to be ready, he needs to be scoring goals, not every week, but at least part of the link-up play. He can't have... There's very little room for error. And I believe if he goes, if he gets sold and goes to a team below us or a team abroad where he's going to have at least 30 games under his belt, he will have more, more margin for error. Because with us, especially with... As much as I cr- critique Firmino and as much as I critique, you know, Origi, they are men that have earned their stripes at this club. So I, as much as, as much as I don't like to say it, I would rather have Firmino as a number nine who's able to do what he does, maybe not score, but over, over someone like Brewster who I know is a shooter and needs to get 30 games where he's able to get at least 15 to 20 goals. Okay, cool. I mean, that's, that's fair enough. Um, as, as Joe grimaces, uh, for those of you who are audio listeners, Joe is currently grimacing at, at the prospect of um, having Firmino as our starting starting forward. That, those are the views of Joe and Joe alone. Um, I have to say, I will, really. I'll, I'll be saving what Julian said as, as a sound clip. For whenever he complains about Firmino and complains about... And he will complain about Firmino this season. No, 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 no. no. This, is, this is in context to Brewster. Like, okay. going, like Firmino, I've never, I've never actually said Firmino hasn't earned these stripes to be... I've always said that he can, he can play. Where I hear compliment or regarding Firmino coming from you, I can't lie. <laughs> when we're doing the, when we're doing the, the, uh, the end of season awards with, with, uh, with me, you and Tay and, and Mike, and we were talking about how many goals um, Firmino had winners in the, in, the, in the season, you were like, oh, okay. Oh, I had no, no, because there was a surprise in it. Like, you don't really like, especially in that little period that we was doing for the, for the Patreon chat, just to plug, you know, we've done a great episode for Patreon. If you want to sign up, £3 or £5 option, anytime. But yeah, man, like for the section that we had, I was quite shocked at how many winners he got in that time because especially for the like the, the whole length of the season, 
I definitely think in that period he was the most. Now I think about it, it as a setup because I know you man put me in on that one just to just to <laughs> just to guess up for me though to me. I know I know I think about it. It's all making sense because before that and after that he was. Uh, let me not get into it, but yeah, man, he was he, he was flat to deceive. Let me just say that. Yeah. Okay. I I I don't think that's a, a harsh comment at all. I think that's I think that's fair. Okay. Cool. So moving off um, Brewster and moving on to the our last game. So we played against Blackpool. We were down two one at halftime and ended up winning seven two with seven different scorers. Tay, I haven't come to you just yet. I know you only watched the second half, but I feel like you. You basically watched the entire game. Nothing else really happened. Um, you, you, you managed to managed to see six goals in just one. She was, crying, she was crying. She was crying at 2-0. She was like, oh, can you guys see this? Oh, my God. Oh, can you guys be so confident for the season? The poor guy hasn't even spoken yet, honestly. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad Julian said that because I was going to come to you. So my question is, how much credence do we take in a performance like that against, against Blackpool? Are you having a different opinion if we lose that game as opposed to if we win on our rest of the, and its influence on the rest of our season? Um, even though we did win 7-2, my concerns that I had in the chat still stand. Like, okay. Number one, it's pre-season. So people are saying when we lose, oh, it's pre-season. Da, da, da. So that should apply when we win as well. Like You can't take pre-season as the be or, or end all. But it's not just that game, and that's the point that I was trying to make. It's our performances since we came back from the break. For me, they they just haven't been good enough. No, you're right. We look slow on the ball. Um, we're used to like quick-paced football from Liverpool, and it just looks so sluggish all the time. Um, we don't look motivated, but I'm trying to like tell myself that's because we won the league. Everyone's head was in Ibiza. When we come back and play against Leeds, like fingers crossed, new season, mentality's back. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. crying, Julian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I, I definitely do think that's that's fair enough. Um, I do think I, I do think there is definitely some 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 truth to what you're saying. I think it's actually all truth to what you're saying. Um, there definitely were some games where we played it all right. We looked like our former self. Um, with like I.E. Chelsea, part of that game, and most. And more so, Crystal Palace at home when we won four um, yeah. nil. Those were those were definitely two games I felt like we actually played some decent football. Looked like the Liverpool of old. But no, you're definitely right. But I'm still going to come to you, Tams. Curious, what we surely can take something away from this preseason yeah. game. So, who, if anyone, impressed you from the game? Um, Minamino, for one, he mm. just looks from the first game that I saw him play. He just looked like this shy little boy, and now he looks like he's finding himself, he's confident with the other players, he's getting involved in link-up play, so I've got a lot of hopes for him. But in the second half, I think we moved to 4-2-3-1, mm-hmm. maybe, and the whole game just changed. Like The link-up play was unreal. It was quick, like, everyone was getting involved, and Keita as well. He's... Do you know what? Let me not say anything because people will take this clip at the end of the season if he doesn't perform. No, I, I, I no, 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 no. Tay, run with it. I'm running with it. Kate is going to have an amazing yeah, He's going to have a mad season, I'm season. telling you now. Right on the wall. I mean, before I was even able to come to Kate's biggest fan, Marco, he managed, he managed to speak anyway. So <laughs> I was going to ask you, Mark, what, what, did you, what did you make of the game? Or, or but yeah, what do you make of, because I, I, I know you only saw highlights, what did you make, what did you make of Kater and his re-emergence since, I say, March or so? He's actually got a string cool. of games together. You, and what are your predictions for him this season? You don't know how tempting Kate throughout, like throughout the season. Um, I feel like the lockdown was really important for him. 
after he came back from lockdown and not that looking and too closely, just caveat that, but he looks stronger, he looks fitter, his muscles are more defined, he looks like he's been eating the pounded yam that Ellis has been telling him to eat. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like he's more solid and he's more used to the intensity of the Prem. And no, he don't, bro. No, he don't, bro. We've mm. seen him before, oh, like, bro. Not having this. Come on, Glam. Not having Come this. Come on, Glam. Come on, Glam. We've been there. Come on, Glam. We've been there four, five times, six times already. He's come back. Oh, yeah, he's back now. He's going to do this. Then in the hospital again. Bro, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not cool. buying it. Until I see this guy available for at least a quarter of the season, say three months, available, whether he's performing or out of form, then I will buy into what you're saying. Until then, not having it. Okay, he, owes okay. Us. Yeah. he owes us big time. <laughs> on, I think he does have some fair points in regards yeah. to availability. I completely agree. What will be different this time as opposed to the other times? Cool. I don't I think with the signing of or potential signing of a certain Thiago, I think there wouldn't be as much of a reliance on Naby to play through certain games. I know I believe Napoli last season he was rushed back into the fold because we know how important he is important he is to us as a player and how creative he can be. Um, I believe his other injury was against Barca. And again, it was because we need to get... Sorry, no, it wasn't against Barca. I can't remember where his other injury was. Um, but There's been far too many, honestly. We yeah. just they, they tend to come thick and fast. But you did mention the Napoli one. I'm sorry, I can't let you get away with the Napoli one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is the last week's podcast, yeah. Oh, that, that we that we had with the beautiful game. Shout out to the beautiful game. Um, mm. If you haven't listened yet, please finish finish yourself and then go go give it a listen. Far he was not having it, and honestly, I'm with you. <laughs> if you watch that yeah, game, he didn't man, seem up for the game, and I'll be honest, he didn't seem up for the game. He didn't want to play. He was well, probably dropped. You know, I think he was injured. I think he was injured. And I think he's been forced to play through certain injuries. He's oh, been wait, 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 wait. You oh, I love it. Oh, no, Marco, you're I not having this stuff. Come on, no, 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 no. He's Chinese, been forced to play bro. through injuries with Guinea. I saw, I saw him with my own two eyes through through against, against Arsenal. I saw him. He was running for one tackle, and after that, man was like, <laughs> holy back. I'm not really on it, you know. He's huge, fam. They use them, and then you're telling me, nah, 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 nah. He's 24, 25 with back problems. What's going on? I mean, I don't think he's 24-25. We need to VAR that passport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm always having a Martin setting, brother. I'm not having it, man. He's not 25, 24, whatever. I'll, have you seen his hairline? <laughs> Brilliant enough. I'm bold, yeah? So just leave, leave, leave <laughs> the hairline alone, yeah? <laughs> As you were saying. Um, so, yeah, I feel like he was forced, forced to play through injuries at Guinea. I feel like he hasn't fully recovered, and because he's so eager to make an impression. Okay, okay, fair enough. Fair I think because he's so eager to make an impression, he keeps saying that he's fit enough, and he kept getting injured on that basis. But lockdown has given him a prolonged period to like train up his body. And when I was saying he looks more defined, I feel like he's been putting in a lot more gym work, and lockdown allows players to do that. Um, that's one of the reasons I think Ox is going to have a decent season and going to be able to contribute because over the lockdown period, he hasn't really done much. He's been able to focus on his body and focus on areas where he needs to strengthen himself. Fair enough. So, fair enough. I, I think you make some fair points, actually. Um, I, I generally thought you weren't going to say anything useful there, uh, but <laughs> you've, you've proved me wrong with, with some actual great wisdom there. Thank you very much for that, Mark. Um, moving off the topic of Kata, but back onto the Blackpool game. David, you said you only caught the highlights, but what from that did you manage to 
what, what filled you with some sort of expectation or joy from the game in itself, if anything? Um, what is it? What I took from the game was, you know, the likes of Matt, like Matip basically, he, was, he basically got back into the game seamlessly. So I was impressed, I was impressed with that because if you're looking at Matip, he hasn't, I think last season he played, before Everton, he didn't play, he it was Everton away and Everton, I yeah. yeah, I can't think of a single, I can't think of the game he played, he, the, the last game before that. I think it might have been United. So you're talking about um, you're talking about Matip being able to play uh, play to play well, with despite having what two game two games in 2020. So that that impressed me a lot. The likes of Curtis Jones, I think Curtis Jones like Minamino, like I sort of expected from them at this point. But I think Curtis Jones is what I saw from him against Blackpool, and in the up two preseason games, he's getting to he's displaying levels whereby I'm like, okay, he's demanding a first team spot. Because I think like last season like last season against I remember was it after his goal against Everton FA Cup, he was talking saying, Oh yeah, he wants to be he wants to be playing, he wants to be playing. But like now he's showing levels of okay, you I'm a I'm a bona fide first team player. I'm not I'm not gonna be floating between under twenty three football or you um senior football. Like the, the the what he was what he was doing in both like the first first and second phase especially like he was able to collect the ball, the defender beat, collect the ball under pressure from defenders whilst beating the beating the Blackpool press before giving it to the likes of Mane, Salah, Minamino, Firmino, etc. So like that that part really impressed me. And like with Curtis Jones, like we've already seen that he's capable of scoring goals. So when you have a midfielder that's that comfortable, that comfortable in possession whilst basically. Comfortable getting comfortable, not comfortable whilst getting pressed, able to score goals. He's basically he's, he's ticked all the boxes, just physicality. But and obviously with preseason, preseason not an accurate reflection of Premier of the Premier League level of physicality. So like we'll obviously see, we'll see that when Premier League level games come. But from what I'm seeing, I'm like hugely impressed by the likes of Curtis Jones. Cool. So on on topic of Curtis Jones, a lot of people haven't actually seen Curtis Jones string together a, a, some games but but you've, you've mentioned a few that you've watched because I, I know you're an avid Liverpool watcher so for a, the lazier fan let's 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 call it that with with no disrespect intended who would you liken Curtis Jones to so either players gone before or players currently um in the game Lallana. yeah I think Lallana's probably the and like a certain phase of Lallana do you know that period in the first half of 16-17 that oh. ilk, that ilk of yeah. that, great, that was that was a great Lallana. Oh, well, that was a great four months. That, right, uh, <laughs> that, that that period that can that period of Lallana is, uh, is what I expect Curtis Jones to uh, to emulate. Like what you're talking about, midfielder that operates primarily within the final third, and able able to score able to score, um, score capable of scoring goals and getting assists. Yeah, that's the, that's the kind of midfielder I see Curtis Jones being. So even like he doesn't have to be like a world class player, just a high level, a high level squad player, or like, or, or that rotates between first team player is the is what I expect from Curtis Jones, and he's showing the levels that he can, he definitely can be there. Cool, fair enough. I, I, I'm quite, I'm quite happy with that comparison. If I'm, if I'm a fan, I'd, I've been like, oh, he's one of those weird players. Uh, you're like, is he a forward? Is he an advanced eight? Is he, is he like an older ten? You're wondering what kind of player is he. So it's good to have some sort of likability to where he. 
he is and his development. So that's good to hear. Um, Glam, I know you also watched the game uh, alongside, alongside Tay. So what were your takeaways from the game? What went well? What didn't go so well? Please be as brutally honest as you ever are. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. You know I am. But um, now the first, the first, do you know what? The first, even though we went 2-0 down, we had chances, you know. We had chances in the first half. Um, a few block shots. I mean, um, Firmino got down the bar line well, so did Minamino. But the 2-0 really, you know, one error from our young kid. I can't pronounce his name. What's his name? Kumato. Um, center half. I don't know what his name is, but no disrespect, my bro, if you're listening. But, um, yeah, it, it elapsed in concentration. Okay. Um, and you know what I mean? They took the goal well, I'll be honest. And then the second one, Alisson Penny. I thought it was a free kick, to be honest, but is actually in the box and they're tuning it up. But looking at it from the outside, you're seeing a score pop up. You're thinking to yourself, what on earth are we playing? I was like, Tay in the group. I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, really, what is going on? Like, but then sec- I think they got Rollett in the second half, made some changes. Matip came off. Um, obviously, they put, um, who they, put? they put Van der Berg on. And obviously, the BS Curtis Jones come on as well. And the second half, just I just think it clicked. You know, the first half, don't get me wrong, if you watch the game, you see the first half, we had chances. Don't get twisted. But I'm with Tay. Since the restart, our fluency hasn't been, ain't been there. Yeah. It hasn't been there. But sticking on the Blackpool game, you know, yeah, we, we, we just obviously in the training session after that. They didn't get nowhere near. Adjur made like one save or two. Um, so, yeah, it was comfortable, the fact that we finished 7-2 up. But, um, you know, we've got work to do, man. We've got work to do. We need some motivation. We need some signings, you know, something to boost up the boys. As you said, Salah didn't even score. I know he came off on 62 minutes, but he didn't even get a goal. And I know he was hurting that he didn't get a goal. You know what I mean? So, and he probably needs a goal. He just needs that, sometimes that, that little emphasis to get a spark back. But um, other than that, you know what I mean? A comfortable win, man. Yeah, I, I do think Salah, you mentioned Salah there, and I just want to touch on that point. I do think Salah's want or eagerness to get a goal is is the biggest blessing that we have and also his biggest curse. Sometimes he will do it despite his other teammates as well. So it is it's it's a difficult one, but it's it's just a it's a balancing act in, in that regard. I'm I'm happy if my forward does is not happy because he hasn't scored. Um but I don't want it to come to, as a detriment to the other team. But Julian, I know you wanna you know you wanna speak, so please, please go on. I was just saying one more season. Just just one. Yeah, just 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 one more. I'm not gonna. You can see, you can tell by the by the volume of my voice. I'm not gonna say too much, but just just one, one more season. <laughs> see after that, you know, just one. Yeah. But I, no, I, did, I didn't watch the game. Um, kind of like preseason. It is what it is, man. I don't really I don't really care about it. It's not indicative of our season. I one thing I I have taken away from um Glam and Tay's um well especially especially Glam and Tay actually yeah both of you from what you said is that the intensity and our lack of finishing has been a, a pattern all season. Not all season, sorry, since, especially since the lockdown. We've had games like, for example, Arsenal, where... Actually, no, no, you can say all season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, to, to be honest, yeah, for, for large parts of the season, our finishing has been not to the standard that we need it to be. Because yeah. especially, especially after the lockdown, there's quite a few games where I'm like, we really shouldn't have... Especially, like, for example, Arsenal and Burnley. We really shouldn't have drew or lost those games. Um, Arsenal, especially in the community shield as well, we had a, like we gave Arsenal literally 30 minutes of having a bit of fun. And then after that, we was in complete control. And Mane and Salah were just, just like, yeah, they, they, weren't, they weren't tucking in their chances. For me, I don't even need to say his name because you know the vibes. But yeah, man, like, we need to 
that is one thing that is con- that is one thing that's concerning me. That's even carrying on from last season. Like our finishing needs to be a one because I've been saying it ever since. What was it? Did we play Napoli this? No, was it Napoli this season no. that we played? No, it wasn't Napoli. That was last season. It's all the same, man. We just win all the time. But anyway, yeah, man. Like in in the Champions League, especially, I made the point that our finishing, especially Salah, has been frust- so frustrating that it is something that we need to work on. So we'll see. Cool, cool. No, no. That, I think that I think that goes without saying. Um, cool. So moving off, moving on from the from the preseason game and on to our very first Premier League game of the 2020-2021 season coming this Saturday as Tay runs her hands together and she <laughs> as she locks horns with, with, with people not too far from where, where she's actually come from. Is that, is, is that true, Tay? Yeah, it's Huddersfield's biggest rival. Uh, yeah. So this, this, this is almost like a little derby for you, if you like. So fair enough, fair enough. Okay, um, Joe, haven't heard from you in a little while. What are your thoughts going into the, the Leeds game? Do you think... Do you think Leeds poses any problems? Do you think we through? What are your thoughts? I think Leeds can definitely make it make it uncomfortable for us. Uh, I think if anything, if we're not on the ball, we could find ourselves one or two goals down, and then you know having to fight back up to to scratch a point or to win. I think we just need to literally be on the ball from from kickoff. We really need to take our chances too. I think we'll probably get early chances and if we take them, it's it'll be easy going from there. I think Leeds can Leeds like to play they like to play ball and they like to to play around and they have a specific style under B uh, is it Marco Biel Bielsa? Biel, um, yeah. Bielsa. So you know they're looking to play, you know, play the right way. Um but they have decent players and I think for now we don't look too sharp. We don't look like we're at maybe seventy percent. And I think we need to make sure that come the weekend we need to be off to the races and and number one thing take our chances. I mean, I, I don't mind us having a really poor you know poor show up, but when we create chances, we have to take it because um, they're they're a really good side and what we don't want is to go into that game thinking that it's going to be an easy game because it, it won't be, um, you know, so we just need to make sure that um, we're concentrating in the back. Um, our defenders are concentrating. I don't know if Trent's going to be available, if it's going to be um, Nico um, at right back, but I'm hoping to God it's going to be Trent at right back. Um, and we just really need to be, you know, straight into these guys from the beginning. So I'm hoping we do. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. And also, of note, they have actually signed um, a very, fairly high-profile player, Rodrigo from Valencia. <laughs> I, I was I was in shock when I saw the signing, but honestly, I think that's the solely down to Bielsa. I think he has incredible amount of credibility in in uh, in Europe, and I, he does. He is highly um, lauded by um, the likes of Pep Guardiola and uh, and Jose Mourinho, who've said that he's, he's a delight to work with. In his last season, I can see here, as per transfer market, it's telling me in his 27 appearances in the in La Liga, he had four goals four and goals, nine assists. Yeah. yeah, he's he's looking. He's, for me, he's looking that bad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about that on my little Patreon. <laughs> piece, yeah, this, nah, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, he had an injury. He had a knee injury. He had a knee injury. <laughs> How many games? How many games? 27. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he at the end? Yeah, he had a knee injury, though. Is he at the end? Do you know what it is? You know what it is? He's not, he's not a out-and-out goal scorer. He's like uh, Firmino-esque. He tries to 
unsettle the defence by smart movement. Um, no, no, it's not. No, no. Well, like, say, say, well, like, he's, no, he's a number nine. No, real life. He's a number nine. Like, he's a number Fuck nine. Off. No joke. No yeah. joke. I said four goals and nine assists. <laughs> 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 you know, you're scared of that. Actually, no, you, know, you know what, though? When I'm looking at it, even the season before, he played 33 games in the league and he only got eight goals. So he's a false he's got, nine, man. He's got 38 he's goals in total nine, in bro. the league. 38 goals in total in the league. I think 153 games. And, and like, I did a little deep dive on him. 153 games, 38 goals, playing for Valencia. I swear that breath weight you that but a Barcelona bought just to <laughs> money laundering has more goals than that. I swear my life, bro. Hey, I don't even know. Yeah, but it's a marquee know. for Leeds, though. It is a marquee for Leeds. Yeah, it's international. He, he yeah. started for Spain the other night. You know, it's the quality that he brings to them, I think. You know and what I mean? Know, he, is, he is a good striker, eye test wise, and that's why it doesn't really do him justice. Eye test wise, nah. he's really quick. He rules. Eye test for me is amazing, Sam, but. Boy, numbers. Nah, but the thing is, Firmino don't play wide, guys. Let's not big up Firmino. Firmino is central. Rodrigo Wait, plays wide. Well, he plays wide, no, right? Rodrigo like, plays in the middle. He just shit. Yeah, no, not all the time. Valencia, no, he plays well, in the middle. Valencia, he's just he's shit. mainly playing in the middle. He plays in the middle. He's just let's shit. Let's not try glory Firmino. Firmino still needs to do better. And he's in a potent he Liverpool he team. Does. We're not potent. Trying to... Valencia, where was this Rodrigo before? I honestly think you're just you're just tired of what you you, you know you just want a new toy. Like the old toy is fine. That's exactly you know, it. Just want a new yeah, toy. No, I'm tired of Firmino. We give him too much chance. He's not good enough, bro. He's not good enough. He's a sport man. Really? What do you mean he's not good enough? Hey, can you chat about that video? Can you chat about that video today? Guys, I was I was worried about this. There's seven of us. No, no, we need to discuss that video. Let's do a whole topic on that video. There will be order. There will be order in the. Order. Why are you calling in the system from passing out from the back and running in a straight line? No, 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 guys. You know what? I'm, I'm putting you all on mute. I've had enough. Okay. So, as I said, there will be order in the courtroom, okay? By fire, by force. And on topic of a courtroom, I'm going to go to our very own lady of the courtroom. Tay, what do you think about uh, Lee's chances? What do you think about our chances? How do you think we will line up? Um, yeah, what are your expectations from the game? If we go into the game with Trent, for example, like everyone's there, I'm not worried. Like for the first time, I'm not worried. I think we're slapping them. Slapping them. Yeah. I can't believe this. Tay, if you guys don't know, Tay on Twitter might be the most pessimistic person, honestly, I've ever well, seen. Reverse psychology, that's what I do. Oh, okay, okay. Smart, smart, smart. But no, um, I'm not worried at all. Okay, cool. And how, how do you think we'll line up? Because you, you did mention we, we did line up with a 4-2-3-1, which is not our usual formation. We do line up normally with a 4-3-3 three, three with a false nine. So what do you, what do you think, or how do you think we'll line up against, against Leeds? I think we'll go back to 4-3-3. Like, 4-2-3-1 worked. It was perfect. That's exactly why we won't use it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair enough. I think there have been some... There's been times last season where we used a 4-2-3-1. Yeah. We just looked very alien to it. I think it didn't look like we had practised that formation in the past. But from what you're saying, I mean, Blackpool is hard to... It's hard to take too much stock from the game itself because, I mean, after all, it is Blackpool and we are expected to, like, cakewalk all over them. But I guess us actually showing some sort of chemistry. Sorry, what was that? The Leeds game home or away? We're home. That's what, another reason why I'm not worried. Like, it's a bit like Norwich last season. Like, newly promoted, first game of the season. Granted, the fans are not going to be there, so it's not as daunting as it would have been. But... Yeah, I'm not worried at all, man. We're slapping them. That's exactly what I wanted to say when Joe was saying um, they come out 
football. They come out to play ball. It's going to be exactly the same, in my opinion, to the Norwich game. Yeah. And Norwich came out to play ball. They had their chances to score. And I believe Puki scored first. And then we went on to clap their 4-1. No, no, no. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. We, we were... Okay. We were Three, two or three nil up, and then he scored, and then we, and then we finished him off. Four nil up. Four nil. It was four nil at half time. Four nil up. Yeah. Oh, four nil at half time. Yeah, my yeah, memory's man. gone. My memory's gone. It's been such a long season, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I think it's going to be reminiscent of that game. And yeah, Leeds do play football, like Joe said, but setting up in the Premier League is very different to playing in the Championship. You're coming from being the best team in the Championship to arguably the worst five teams in the Premier League. You're going to have to change, adapt the way you play. Bielsa has moved recently from a 3-3-1-3 formation, which he was using with Chile, to a basically like a 4-5-1 or like a 4-1-2-2-1. There's a lot more on it on the Patreon piece. But um, with Paolo Hernandez, who I'm expecting to start being in the middle. That's what I was about to mention. Cause, being cause in the middle. Actually, he actually was joint top um, assists. In the championship, yeah. So he is... nine goals, nine assists in the championship last season, which is a great return for someone his age. And he was only, I believe, he only played twenty-seven games out of forty-five. But at thirty-five and Glick being at thirty, I feel like our midfield kills them, absolutely kills them. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I do. Just to give my own two cents on the topic, I do think we do overpower Leeds. I but I just want us to. I I, I have no fear of this. I think Klopp is obsessive and as pedantic enough to have such attention to detail. I just don't want us to rest on our laurels a little bit or guess just to get a bit too confident, too cocky ahead of the game. I personally think we will we will we will win, but I don't think it'll be as as convincing as Tay suggests, unfortunately. I just I just haven't seen it from us in, in too long. I'm I'm a bit nervous. But David, um, I'm gonna to come to you. What what do you think about our, our chances against Leeds this this Saturday? Kind of like, like I'm, I'm following on what from what Tay said. I see us slapping them, like even, like even if it's not reflect, like the slapping not reflected in scoreline. So you're talking, not talking about like five, six nil, but I still, but um, ex- but I'm expecting the like a level of domination whereby, if it's two, it's two three nil, it could be people say people are going to come away from the game saying, ah, oh, it could have been six or seven. That's a kind of lip. Because I think I, like, I can't say I watch, I watch a lot of leads or know a lot about them. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. But just from like knowing what Bielsa's like and he, the way his teams play, they're going to leave a lot of space in behind. So I'm expecting the likes of Salomone to run right on that basis. So I'm expecting the likes of KR, Wijnaldum and Fabinho just be throwing looping balls and be looping balls and behind Trent having Trent having field day with that as well. Like maybe maybe I'd be naive with my you know optimism, but I just don't see how Leeds can pose any tangible threat to us in our current state. Just when you consider the quality disparity between the two teams. I agree. One I- thing. 
Sorry, go on, One nil down, like so they're in the championship. Going one nil down to Brentford, for example, is completely different to going one nil down to Liverpool. Exactly. Goal, like your your head's gone. Exactly. Like if it, like even if you look at what the community showed, um, Arsenal are, we can say Arsenal significantly better than Leeds. And when Arsenal went one nil up one nil up against us, we basically made forced them to camp inside their own area. And I, even like even if Leeds were to do the same and go one nil up against us. We'll have them camped inside, and they just won't be able to breathe. Right? And that's when, when they're in a position like that, you, you expect mistakes that you expect defensive mistakes from their side. So I can't say I'm worried about Leeds too tough. And they've also lost Ben White, who was actually the defender that yeah. was, exactly got, got the most um, appearances for them last year. And yeah, yeah man, I don't. I, I it'll be very, 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 very hard for me to envision a Liverpool side that is that will lose or draw this game, especially after the first game back, coming, coming, coming off of winning the league. And that looking at, as much as, as, much as I joke about, about that, Rodrigo, but looking at that player, for example, Patrick Bamford, we've seen him come to the, the Prem, and he was a yeah. top from last season. We've seen him come to the Prem, like, and we've seen it actually before, like, you know, that one striker that's badging it up in the championship, and then they come to the Prem, and then they kind of flatter to deceive. So... We'll have to see, man. Like, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to disrespect Leeds in that, but I don't see, I don't think they have enough for me to be like scared of them coming to Anfield yeah. and then causing us issues. Like, nah, man. Calvin Phillips, good you, comes from a good home, but come on, man. You, you think you think you can run run them games at Anfield, bruv? Like, nah, like that's not happening. Yeah, I, with Trent starting tonight for England, yeah, I'd feel like if he gets sixty minutes for England tonight, he starts for us on Saturday. Yeah. Um, hopefully we have the game closed out so we can rest him, bring on Nico, bring on whoever, bring on whoever. And yeah, I found it similar, but I meant Kian, Kian, whatever his name is, Kian Jan. Um, I do think, I do have to say, I don't think we can get any any better as an opening fixture. Uh, like we're at home, we're playing against a newly promoted team. I mean, I guess they'll they'll be on they'll be on the up like just come back into Premier League. I think it's overdue the fact that Leeds are in the Premier League. Um, with the exception of Man United, I think everyone's fairly fairly happy that they're in the Premier League. Um, so I, I I still feel like we we should we should steamroll them. But if I'm going score predictions wise, I'm saying I'm saying two nil max. I have to say, but I've someone someone has to be a pessimist. There. If it's not Tay, it has to be me. You know, so. <laughs> Nah, it's me, you know. It's me. It's me. Oh, go, go on, Glenn. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell, I'll tell you something. The fans, yeah? No fans, yeah? That's one thing. And I think <clears throat> we're underestimating Bielsa. I'm just going to say yeah. that. Now, we should win. But, um, I mean, evening kickoff, all the other results have come through. I personally feel, I know Tay's got a rivalry for Leeds because she was like, we're going to pam them. I wish I could share the same sentiment, but I don't. I'll be honest, I don't. Leeds are a good side. And I know it's Premier League, they're a good side. And I just think Bielsa, if he gets it tactically right, they could frustrate us. So, boy. Do you know what? Do you know I'm not, I'm not hearing it? Because I remember Leeds the year before, and there was this kind of hype around them that, oh, yeah, Bielsa, doing a mad thing. He's a, he's a magician. He's all of this. He's all of that. And I, no, I'm not downplaying Biesla at all. But then yeah. I look at like the difference between the team then and the team now. No, the team, sorry, from, from the year before, 2018, 2019, and the team 2019, yeah. 2020. But they fell out in the playoffs. Yeah, like I don't, I don't see that significant jump that's been made for them to 
go from a, a team that just missed out, just missed out yeah. on the on the on the on the on getting promoted to the league, then to a team that obviously got ninety three points and you know went on to win the championship and then get there to a team that can actually bother the champions of the champions of England. Like I I don't see that. Like they they had a, they've had a few loans that I don't I don't know if they've they carried on to this season that was probably played a part in them in them doing so well. Like Helda Costa, a couple of men, Ben White. Who played a big part in in their success? That they, I don't. Did Helder Costa sign on for this season? I'm yeah, he signed. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Harrison's also signed on for this season again. Long time. Yeah, but you know what is Jules? Jules, I tell you what it is though. It's not more about Leeds. It's about us. This, this, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's more about us. On, I think if we switched on, we kill them. I think if we're switched on, it's free this is what I'm saying. Long. Are we switched on? Is 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 Genie gonna start? Is Genie staying? Like. He's Who's gonna stay up top? I don't even know. I don't even know. You know, yeah, so, the, one, the one player that I think if he starts, he will have to, he's gonna put in a mad shift is yeah. KR. Yeah, like, I, I, I personally 100%. think, yeah, if K, if Kater starts that game, I think he's gonna be like, that's the one player that I'm gonna be like, yeah, if he's up for it, because when Kater's up for it, I've got to admit, like, he looks. He looks amazing. Like him, you can just tell Salah. I've said it before. Salah loves, loves, loves playing with him because he's actually someone that you know comes forward with the ball instead of like you know dilly dallying around in the middle and just giving it away. Like certain um, Netherlands midfielders that we don't mention. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. What's going on? What's going on? If Kaya's there, then I'm, 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 I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be more. Alright, cool, cool. So if you're who would you want to start in midfield? Like, who would be your ideal midfield three? Being that Jordan Henderson hasn't played a game in preseason, so I'll, even if he is fit, he's not going to start. Yeah, um, Thiago. Um... Woo! <laughs> 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 I'm joking. Um, my ideal midfield would actually be. Oh, this is tough because you've got quite a few injuries. I don't want Ox in there. Um, he's injured anyway. Yeah, he's injured. I, you know what? Yeah, I think we should actually go for. Dangerous to say this, but a. Possible four two three one with Kater and Fabinho sitting because that is Kater's preferred. That is actually Kater's preferred um, formation. Just, just to go against Blackpool. Just, that's just, how we started. That's how we started against Blackpool, and it didn't look good. Yeah, but that's yeah, like, come on. You know they're not. They're not. They're not really going to be like the most tactically switched on with like all of your players out on international duty and then. You know, like, nah, that's not... Like, even that game, it was a bit of a wrap-up because Gomez was out, Trent was gone, Van Dijk was gone. A few, was missing a few, few, uh, no, not even a few, a lot of key elements yeah, of our game. Gone. So, and even then, it was just literally the goals that they scored, according to you guys, apparently, was, uh, was like, mistakes from the youngsters. So, even though we've seen Gomez on the international street moving a bit mad, but, yeah, man, I don't... I see in the Premier League, like, come on, 4-2-3-1, I believe Kate and Fabinho are professional enough to hold down our midfield. I said I, I hope they're professional enough. And then possibly Minamino just in front of them. Because Minamino, from what I saw, to be fair, he looks like he's like put on he looks like he's hit the gym. He looks like he's he's ready like he, he's ready now. Like like Tay was saying before like he was a small boy when he came in against Wolves and getting fisted up by a Traor and Doherty. No, he looks like he's on crud. Even against Arsenal he looked like his leg no homer but his legs are built like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, my boy. I do like the way you set up Julian, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I feel no, like it's going to be Fab, Genie, 
Cater in the middle. Yeah. But Genie, Genie, I think, is a bit touch and go because obviously he does want to get injured before he goes. Oh, shit, I forgot Genie's still here, isn't it? If he, yeah. Yeah, if he does go. Well, if he does go. I bet uh, he normally starts. Yeah, no. Josh, uh, I would not want to see. Uh, oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I can't lie. I wouldn't I'm, be surprised, but I don't want to fucking see it, man. What the fuck is that? No, no. I could be. If you want to I'm gonna blow up. Like you're gonna see me go mad. No, I, I can't lie. I think the only basic, the only reason I would see Milner starting is on the basis that Klopp, you know, Klopp is a bit, you know. With his all heart, so you'll see. What okay, it, it, like yeah, especially with <laughs> especially with Henderson not playing, he would yeah. want like a, he would want like a like leader figure. No, the versus play, old yeah. club as well. Exactly. So I can see it happening. I uh, doubt no, it. Man, get out can, of here. Like, I, don't want to I can, can see it happening. Man, I can see it happening. There's no way we're starting with the four-two-three-one. Uh, I, yeah. I just can't envision. I don't see a four-two-three-one. I, I, I would think, love to, but I don't see it. No, I think I see, switching, I, I see it switching midway through the game. Yeah, I think especially like, especially if we're losing, you'd need like an option off the bench, and Minamino would be an op- op- option off the bench. And there's no way he wa- he wastes that option by starting him. Uh, so it's literally, I think it's a toss up between Wijnaldum and Milner, but um, in more, more than likelihood, it's going to be Wijnaldum starting. So it'll be the midfield that we just mentioned. I would love to get. I would love to see Jones get a start. So midfield of Jones man. and Cater, but it's mm. never going to happen. Hey man, I'm not like, I'll, I'll be honest here. Now, 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 I've put, now you've like because you know what I've done. I, Milner and Gene like kind of like they're already gone in my head. So then I forgot <laughs> that they were there. So now it's like you know, I, you know what's playing from my head. Hello, you know that song. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Like Fabinho, oh, wow. <laughs> Genie, and Milner are a thousand percent starting. On Saturday. Now, Naby starts. I believe in Naby starts. Uh, yeah, no, Naby no, starts. No, I'm Naby Naby I don't want to ruin the party, but it's... Nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening still. I mean, if, tr- if Trent starts, Naby starts. Yeah, if Trent starts, yeah. Naby starts. That's if Trent I doesn't see, start, yeah. Milner starts. Then, yeah. You, can see, you, might see, you might see Lukaku Milner. Um, you know why, tactically, if, if Trent starts, I don't believe Naby starts, because tactically, what, what, Henderson's, what Henderson is so good at and especially, especially, yeah, covering for him. And I don't think Kate is really on it like that. I think it's going to switch sides, though. So I think it's going to be Genie on the right, Kate on the left, Fab just sitting. So, dark, man. Kate already has that relationship with Marnie and Robertson, and they work so well in tandem. It looks so beautiful. I feel like Genie will be able to do a job where he shifts over. Um, I think it's going to be Jack Harrison on that side, who is decent, is quite good, but. He's very wasteful, and I don't really see him as being too much of a threat going forward. So I wouldn't mind Genie doing that shift over there. And Genie is good enough to do a shift across the pitch anyway, so... Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, anything else we're going to say about the game, we will be having a post-match Patreon podcast. Um, I will say... I'm not going to say hosting, but I'm going to say definitely featuring Marco. I know he's done his research on, on the Leeds fixture. So, yeah, check that out. Um, but, yeah, okay, cool. Off of the game, just on the season as a whole, I just want to, guys, I didn't prep you for this, but I just thought about it. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So it's just all, all your opportunities to give me a hot take. Who will be your standout performer for LFC in the 2020-2021 season? Tay, I'm sorry you've had absolutely no time to think about this, but you're first. Yeah, he's going to be... Hey, oh, yeah? He's going to have the season that we've all been saying he's going to have since he got here. It's finally time. Like, it is time for it to happen now. Hey, hey, you don't believe what you're saying, man. I can hear in your voice. Respect. The boy Navi, man, he's, he's on job. The boy Navi as well. I can't believe what she's saying, man. Guys, I, 
I can't believe how optimistic Tay is just in general. Like she's smiling, all happy day. Like I can't wait to watch her sign. She's gonna look livid. Oh my days. Okay, Mark, how about you, mate? I, I want to go Nabby so bad, but no, nah, man, I'm getting money. I'm getting money. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Julian, how about you? Gomez. Of course, it's Gomez. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Whatever. No, I'm joking. No, no, no. It'll probably be um. Standout. You know what? Standout based on what we're expecting, KR, but overall, oof, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Van Dyke again because come on, yeah. have you seen him? Yeah, 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 can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that, man. Yeah, yeah, I respect that. David, how about you, bro? Now I've got one of my stocks in selling Nabi again. Don't worry, I, I'm I'm seeing a wavy season from both. Hundred percent. Oh, for both of them, yeah, Salah and Nabi. Okay, okay. From both, from both, from both. Okay, okay, say nothing. Glam, how about you, mate? Um, Marnie. Marnie, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards Marnie because that guy just, he just, he doesn't even look like he's, he looks, uh, like, he looks like an animal, man. He, he's barely had rest. Like, he just doesn't, he doesn't make sense to me. I'm, yeah, Marnie. Just... said last season, rest is up here. He doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't do that, fam. Like, you don't, you don't want, you don't need to worry about it. Well, he knows it's football, like, you know. You know I feel, I feel like the further back his hairline goes, the better he gets. I think it's. it's no, like, do, you remember, do you remember like that really sprinted when he should be kneeling? All he knows is football. All he knows. <laughs> the first game back, he started sprinting against Everton. That was so funny. That's, that that is peak Mane, though, man. That was, <laughs> all, all he wants to do, no, is bang ball. man. He wants to do his bang ball and send money back home. That's all Mane. Sadio Mane. It's brilliant. Okay, so before we close up the pod, we do have one listener question, and he is a patron. That, that, that man is certified, Ty. He says to us, and Tay, I'm going to start with you once again. He says, what are your predictions for the new season? Realistically, what trophies could we bag this season? No pressure. <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to win the Prem again. Like, I don't think- That's the Tay I know. Come on. <laughs> But in the um, the Champions League, like there's just something in me that's telling me we're going to get to another final this year, and especially the way that we went out last year, that would have annoyed everyone because it was one person's fault. Not mentioning any names, um, but yeah, I think Champions League. I would like to get an FA Cup alongside the Champions League, not by itself because we're better than that. Um, do that thing there, so. By the way, go on, continue. <laughs> yeah, Champions League, maybe like a domestic trophy. Okay, cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Glam, I'm gonna come to you, mate. How about you? What, what are your thoughts on what trophies we we can collect this season? Um, we can collect any of them. I'll be honest. I don't, obviously, apart from the Carabao Cup, I just don't think we 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 we, we care about that enough. FA Cup. You don't know how I feel about the FA Cup. I want to win it. I want to be on that five o'clock, three p.m. Saturday build up. When you're a pro, your reputation is built and proven over time. That's why the Home Depot carries Loctite PL Premium Max construction adhesive, the strongest on the market. It stays 100% solid after curing. It won't develop air pockets. And like your reputation, it holds up over time. Right now, get 12 or more for the bulk price of only $8.53 each. Loctite PL Premium Max at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. Shebang, so I want to win FA Cup, but we can still retain the title. I think we're good enough. Um, whether we do or not, it's a different, obviously, kettle of fish, but we need some signings in. But I think we'll finish up at least one trophy. If we finish with no trophy, disastrous season, disastrous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I've, I think we we find we'll find a it'll be hard to find a man who or or or, or woman sorry we find to find a person who disagrees with with such a saying. I, I looked at Tay as I said a man is like oh no Harold no 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 this is this is everyone bro um Dave how about you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm with Glam I can see us winning any of them so like you've uh, uh, wait actually scratch that none of the method cups I don't see Klopp going he's just gonna play the under twenty three in all likelihood but. With like, see us getting to at least a champ- another Champions League final. I don't know why, but something in me is telling me that. And with the league, just long, just so long we get between eighty-five to ninety-five, I think we'll win it. Cool, fair enough, Julian. Boy, um, what will Liverpool do this season? Yeah. I can't lie to you. I don't know. I, I, I'm in my heart. I want to say that we're going to win the league again, but. I don't know, man. Like these boys, they look they look tired, bro. I can't lie, man. They like three. They've had three long, like long seasons, and it will be it will be so unfair for me to one like write off Man City, as as I've been arguing in the chat. Um, two, expect them to like bring home a major major trophy after like basically living out live like giving us our dreams over the last two seasons. So I want. I definitely think the title challenge is, is on the cards, but Champions League, I, I'm not going to lie, we'll have to see what the league is saying um, by maybe the knockout stage because by then, if the league is not so out of sight, but out like, to the level where it's like, mm, we shouldn't be thinking about this, like, or, or, or like, go in full intensity with it, I definitely think a Champions League like will, Klopp will motivate the boys to at least get to a final. But I sound mad pessimistic, but I I can't with with chest say that Liverpool are going to win the league this year. It's FA Cup. I can't lie to you. I don't. I, boy, if we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't. Carabao Cup. To be fair, I actually think we actually can get if we care enough. But you know, you know, you know the vibes of Klopp, man. He's going to be like, yeah, man, just. Oh yeah, man, man. Just, just play, just play the youths. Then, well, who's playing from the under sixteens? Yeah, yeah, come, come roll true. Like, yeah, man, it's probably on that vibe. Like, that's nah, yeah, man. We we'll have to see Liverpool. Like, this season is a very, it's a season that's going to be hard to predict because of our unwillingness to spend, our financial situation, and yeah, man, and also with um with fatigues, with general fatigue that should be setting in for any human being on this earth after three long seasons of football. It's it's hard to predict to me. I can't lie. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, it definitely is hard to predict, like any season. But yeah, definitely more so this one. The late start, COVID, um, lack of signings, etc. So yeah, you make fair points. Mark, how about you, mate? You know, I've been screaming back to back for the longest, but I think we get eighty-five points. Eighty-five, around eighty-five, anyway. Okay. I don't know if that wins us the league. I think even if it doesn't, it's going to be a very, very close second. I think we bag a domestic cup, and I think we do really well in the Champions League. I'm not sure if we win it, but I think we get the semis. Cool. But, so yeah. that we win the FA Cup at best. That's what you're saying. No, at best we win the Prem and the FA Cup and have a decent Champions League run. Okay, so at Prem- worst we end up with just the FA Cup at worst. Okay, okay. Which so I don't saying- want, but mm. okay. Mm. So you're saying Premier League and FA Cup, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to get out of you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see you on the edge, you know, just because we tend to come back to us. I've, I've noticed. Okay. Thank you, guys. I just want to say massive thanks for all of you guys for coming on, giving up your time. Hopefully, the listeners are still listening. 
big, big props to you. Thank you so much for all the support you've given us thus far. Please check out our socials as always, Twitter and Instagram, Discord, Patreon. Check us out. I promise you it's worth your time. And until next time, goodbye and peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Peace. Cheers, man. The longest wait, a generation on and more for the 19th time in their history, for the first time in the Premier League, in the never-to-be-forgotten year of 2020. is here to keep you running with a much-needed taste of normal to work home or work from home with the coffee you like just the way you like it whether that's a small hot black coffee your daily 2 p.m latte or a bacon egg and cheese croissant and a medium iced coffee with oat milk one sugar two pumps of caramel one pump hazelnut a swirl of french vanilla and a shot of espresso i call it my p.m pep rally you should really try it whatever it is that gets you running duncan's got you and always will america runs on duncan Sports Social Podcast Network.